Before the advent of mobile phones, it was not unusual if you do not wear a watch or if your watch's battery died an untimely death to ask another person, even a stranger, the question, what time is it? Or do you happen to have the time? Were we to think this morning of time chronologically, we know precisely what time it is. It is January 18th, the day after the Martin Luther King Jr. National Holiday in the United States and the start of the spring 2022 semester at Baylor's Truett Seminary. Furthermore, we are gathered in the Paul W. Powell Chapel for convocation at Truett's Ball Reynolds campus in Waco, Texas during the 11 o'clock a.m. hour, central, to mark the beginning of another academic term. And even as we begin the spring semester, we gather in this sacred space, which turns 20 this year, as a community of faith and learning, as faculty, staff, students, and friends, to begin, and to begin again with worship, prayer, and fellowship. We know what time it is, at least with respect to Baylor's academic calendar and where we are as a Truett Seminary community with respect to the same. What if we were to think of time more generally and contextually? What time would it be then? On a global, national, and local level, we continue, of course, to struggle and to grapple with the pandemic that we know as COVID-19, which is caused by a coronavirus known as SARS-CoV-2. We had thought that these would be well away from us by now. We are also now well acquainted with the virus's variants known as Delta and Omicron, the latter of which continues to rage and to rear its ugly head both near and far. We simply look at the dashboard and we go, oh my. No one has been untouched by this virulent virus. Among other things, this infectious, contagious, and dangerous disease has reminded us of how true and timely these lines once composed by Church of England cleric John Donne are. No man, we would say person, is an island of itself. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. Any man's death diminishes me. Because I am involved in mankind, therefore, never sin to know for whom the death bell of the church tolls. It tolls for thee. Interestingly and instructively, Dunn concludes his now famous Meditation 17 by stating, God is our only security. Short of death, among the many deleterious effects of COVID is isolation especially among the elderly. This sad and stark reality is readily and particularly seen in hospitals and in places of long-term care. Arguably and apparently, such mind-numbing and soul-destroying isolation has been accentuated and exacerbated by the polarization sweeping and gripping our nation to which Dr. Reed alluded in her prayer. Instead of talking to one another, 
people are increasingly inclined to and often encouraged to talk about one another and past one another. Commonality is all too often replaced and eclipsed by political loyalties and intractable ideologies. Adding insult to injury, racism continues to mark and to mar our country and far too many of its institutions and organizations. The sad and sorry case of George Floyd is perhaps the most well-known one, but it is in no way and by no means an isolated incident. We need to look to and lean into more fully the vision articulated and demonstrated by Martin Luther King Jr. and others. Furthermore, one can readily and repeatedly observe in our nation the erosion of any number of Judeo-Christian perspectives and practices which are ours and were once more widely held and commonly upheld in our country. Amid isolation, polarization, racism, and secularization in a context of COVID, one can understandably feel discouraged and even despairing, singing with the psalmist, how long, O Lord, how long? We, for our part, however, do well not to succumb to the counsel of despair. As C.S. Lewis reminds, to grieve without hope is to forget that there is a God. What if instead of throwing up our hands or throwing in the towel, we were to see the present moment as a missional moment, to offer winsome witness and sacrificial service to a world in need. Were we this morning to pose another, not unrelated question, what time is it at Truett? And not look to the clock tower, which is annoyingly and perpetually some eight minutes slow anyway, what might be the answer at this particular point in time in the life of our school, which is still relatively young, this year marking 30 years from its establishment? Time constraints preclude an expansive, much less an exhaustive answer. But short of saying nothing, we can say something, even if we cannot possibly say everything. First of all, we, like all other theological schools, are in a time of transition. For us, however, such churn and change are not attributable to educative challenges and opportunities alone. At Truett, a significant number of faculty and staff who have served our school long and well have recently retired or have recently announced their retirements. These committed and gifted colleagues, mentors, and friends include, in alphabetical order, Jan Kaysen, Ron Cook, Robert Creech, David Garland, Hewlett Glower, Liling Nan, Roger Olson, Steve Reed, Dorothy Terry, and Terry York. I tried to calculate the number of years their service represents, and it was 
amazing to just ponder. These ten individuals have given so much to so many associated with our seminary and university. And four of them, Drs. Creech, Garland, Reed, and York, continue to do so until now. We are demonstrably and greatly in their debt. Although such towering pillars and mature trees cannot simply be replaced, standing on their shoulders and looking to them as examples, we are able to see how to pivot and persevere in the vital work that we do here together. Through the contributions of many gifted and committed people, our seminary, which values innovation, is also in a time of expansion. Allow me to note a number of initiatives and developments that have taken place among us in these days. These are in no particular order. First, the approval and announcement of three new Master of Arts programs at Truett in Contextual Witness and Innovation, directed by Dr. Michael Stroop. Theology, Ecology, and Food Justice, directed by Dr. Jennifer Howe. And Theology and Sports Studies, directed by Dr. Paul Putz, each of which will begin in the fall of 2022, the latter of which is true its first fully online degree. Secondly, the launch of the program for the Future Church, co-directed by Drs. Angela Gurell and Dustin Binnick, which recently received a $1 million grant from Lilly Endowment and Company, Incorporated, to support its strategic and nascent work. Thirdly, the Wesley House of Studies, which continues to flourish through the good work of Drs. Rusty Freeman and Kevin Watson, and to enjoy strong support on many fronts, despite the untimely death of our colleague, Dr. William Abraham, the inaugural director of the program. Fourthly, the Black Church Studies Program, which under the direction of now Dr. Malcolm Foley, congratulations, is beginning to gain traction and momentum. Fifthly, the Ministry Resident Program, guided by the Truett Church Network, which connects current Truett students with partner congregations for gospel work and witness. Sixthly, the establishment of Truett in San Antonio, which through the leadership of Acting Director Dr. Keith Bruce is now offering a Truett quality theological education to South Texas, and which, as it happens, will be hosting accreditors this very week. Additionally, as a so-called embedded school, we are gladdened and heartened by the recent development that Baylor University has been named by the Carnegie Classification of Institutions of Higher Education as a Research One university, meaning that Baylor now joins the nation's leading research institutions as a doctoral university with very high research activity. This is also a time of celebration in the life of our seminary. In addition to increasing enrollment numbers and encouraging development figures, we have been able to drive down the cost of attending Truett. Day after day, then, we are seeking to make a high-quality Truett theological education 
as accessible and as affordable as possible because the need is great. All the while, we are seeking to double down on and to reinforce that which makes Truett distinct, if not different, namely, rigorous academic instruction coupled with intentional spiritual formation in the context of a caring Christian community of faith and learning marked by intellectual curiosity and biblical fidelity. We pursue this valuable vision and indispensable mission based upon and informed by our conviction that we are living in the fullness of time between the times. This decidedly theological angle of vision frames and forms, invigorates and animates all that we seek to be and to do here at George W. Truett Theological Seminary. It is because Jesus came proclaiming, the time has come, the kingdom of God has come near, repent and believe the good news that we live and move and have our being. It is because in the fullness of time, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law to redeem those under the law, that we are able to declare our times are in God's hands. As we commence the spring semester of 2022, living between the already and the not yet, we do well to ponder the question that the Lord put to Moses in Exodus 4.2. What do you hold in your hand? And even as we begin to answer this question individually and collectively, may we recall our own calls that brought us here and bless us here as students, faculty, and staff. A call to study and to serve, to seek and to find, to pray and to praise, to know and to be known to give, and to receive. May we also, in this glad hour at the start of a new semester, consecrate and dedicate ourselves afresh to Christ and to Scripture, to our classes and our churches, to our families and to our friends, to this community, and to increasing conformity to the image and likeness of Jesus. For it is always and ever timely for Christ followers, not least Christian ministers and scholars, to exalt Christ by embracing and exuding his character and practicing his presence. We do well not only to count our days along with our blessings, but also to make our days count and to be a blessing. So, May the fruit of the Spirit, love and joy and peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control, against which things there is no law, be ours in abundance, this semester and beyond. And may we not grow weary in well-doing to one another and to all people, for in due time we will reap if we do not lose heart.